This is it. We are rolling episode 523. Don't fact check that. I think it's right. 523 No Laugh Laugh Track Podcast. The name is the same, even though I can't pronounce it. It's the same for all 523 episodes. Justin Severson here, the host with my guest. Uh, He thinks it's been eight times. I didn't look. Um, It seems... uh, Who's keeping track, though, really? Because... uh, they're all some of the best episodes we've ever done with Definitely. Joe Zimmerman. Of 523, you got eight winners with Joe Z. Yes. <laughs> eight of those. Uh-huh. I'm guessing eight. Seven or eight or nine, but probably seven or eight. <laughs> Cream of the crop. Cream of the crop, sir. You have to go back. I don't even know. Are those searchable in uh, Apple iTunes or Spotify? Absolutely. Okay, great. Absolutely. Well, maybe some of your hardcore listeners will better let you know if it's seven, eight, or nine. Yeah. Uh, then do a listening marathon. The data keepers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do a listening marathon. See how you've progressed, how I've progressed. Can only imagine. So you, before we started recording, you brought something up that we talked about in the past, maybe a little stock stuff. And if it, people have been paying attention, we're going to get to that. Okay, we're going to get to some stocks uh, that you and I have discussed in the I past. I feel bad. I feel bad about my stock recommendations <laughs> from two years ago. We're, we're a minute into the podcast. Joe's saying he feels bad, so we're off to a good start. <laughs> I do not stand by my stock picks from two years ago. This is just a tease. We're not getting to it yet. This is just a tease. But I will we, say NVIDIA. Say what? NVIDIA's doing great, though. Yeah, good. Oh, good. Good, 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 good. <laughs> so we're, uh, so I have another thing I'm going to bring up that I uh, you, uh, I don't think you're going to see coming. We're going to have another update as well that does not have to do with stocks. But right now, we're going to talk about what you've been doing for the last year since you were here in September of last year uh, and uh, what you got going on in the future and et cetera. So, like, for example, I saw you back in June at a big theater show. Oh, you were there. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You messaged me. I do remember that. I did. I messaged you saying, hey, we got tickets on Friday, and then you didn't reply until yeah. I was sitting in my seat at the show. Yeah, that's my <laughs> thing. I, you know, I avoid people. I avoid you, Justin. I avoid... No, I, uh, I, I, I literally, on those Nate tours, we... This is true. We drove from another... Who's Nate? I'm sorry. Who's Nate? Nate Bargatze oh, okay. directed my new comedy special, Cult Classic, on YouTube for free. Uh, came out last month. Um, cult Classic. Uh, uh, no, so on the Nate tours, they're so intense because there's like eight guys on the tour. He's doing giant. For that, I was a theater, right? Yes. He's doing giant arenas now. He's bumped up to all arenas, but... Some of them are arenas, some of them were theaters last year. Uh, And there's like eight guys on a tour bus. And we drove from another city the previous night, I think six hours from somewhere. I don't remember where. You're always six hours from somewhere. Yes, that is a true fact. (laughs) But let's say we were around Madison, Wisconsin, that type of region. And uh, so we, we get on, so we're playing poker. Or or sand or bags till three a.m. most nights, and then we get on the bus, get in my little bunk bed at three or four a.m. The bus drives, and so you don't sleep great on a bumping bus, and then it rolls into Hazeltine at like nine a.m. Golf course, and which is beautiful. I've been bucket list, and I but I get out. Haven't slept barely at all, and now I'm warming up at a golf course playing with Sonny Gray, the baseball pitcher, and Nate, and uh, and then the member, you know, who invited us. 
Sonny Gray, who started uh, Game 3 of the ALCS, or the American League Division Series for the Twins this year. Yeah, I mean, he's my boy, but I try to stay <laughs> humble about it. <laughs> that morning, he had just pitched the previous night, and he said he had been pulled in the third or fourth inning and that they'd had a shouting match in the bullpen. So some, some of the fans might remember that game, and, the, and then you'd be able to place the day that I played golf with him. Um, but he was a delight. Couldn't have been a more fun guy. And he was telling me that he's into trees the way that I'm into birds. He's into trees. Whoa. Anyway. <laughs> Whoa. We found to, something nerdier than bird watching. I'm trying to give you my good excuse <laughs> is that these natures, you play golf. We were playing golf for five hours. Oh, my goodness. A beautiful course, but it's like 90 degrees. And then, um, and then we drive 45 minutes to the show, straight to the show. There's people on the, there's more like local people that show up to say hi. And then we're performing and there's just like zero time to ever do anything on the Nate tour other than do the Nate tour. <laughs> there's ju it's just Nate tour stuff. So I, I, I messaged you and I don't know if, I think, I think basically I was like backstage and I was like, oh, I, I think Justin messaged or I messaged you. Yeah, basically said, I'm tired and I have no time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So I said the same thing I <laughs> yeah, just said. pretty much. Well, at least I'm consistent. Very, very good. You're consistent. You're consistent. consistent. Uh, how, how do you do, how is... Um, anyway, Sonny Gray is great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Will, do you have any insight? He's going to be a free agent. Will he be back with the Twins? Did he give you any indication? Can we break some news here right now? You know, breaking news. We played. We we hung out for five hours. I'm trying to think if I got any hints. You know, he uh, great wedge player, good putter, uh, long driver of the ball. He's going to California. Great. Loves his farm around Minnesota with a lot of nice trees that he planted. So I take that as a hint that he wants to come back. He loves his trees. In Minnesota. The land of 10,000 trees. So I think he's pretty attached to Minnesota. You heard it from me. He's staying. <laughs> now, be honest. Had you heard of Sonny Gray before you met him that day? I knew I knew the name, but I wouldn't have known anything to say to him about baseball. Because I, I don't follow baseball closely. He's Nate's friend, right? From yeah, Are they from, both from Tennessee? They're both from Old Hickory, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. So they're friends. All right. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Uh, we should we should mention that uh, you know who we were just talking about touring with Nate is kind of has a big week this week, right? Yeah, I just learned he's hosting SNL. <laughs> you just learned that? Well, no, I mean it was announced a few days ago. <laughs> Everybody just learned a few days ago. Uh, and you obviously, I know that you've had these dates on the book a long time for Acme, mm -hmm. right? And I also know that he had to cancel a few shows to do SNL this this week to you know right. rehearse and then do the show on Saturday correct yeah i'm trying i don't know how you i don't know how you're going to intertwine these two things i'm curious get ready you <laughs> might need get <laughs> this is going to be some sort of magical <laughs> connection that you're making buckle in <laughs> for argument's sake you are going to be on the tour with him this week and then he finds out SNL has been offered to him do you go, no, you can't do it. I need the paycheck. Keep the keep the dates. Yes, that's exactly what you say to somebody who's about to host SNL. Okay. Yes, Jess. Money's bigger you than your friendship is what I need to know. No, Nate. You cannot say yes to Lorne Michaels and SNL because I, because you promised me that I was opening for you this week. Three shows, right? 
Maybe five. Maybe five. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would be adamant, and I would be upset, and he would never ask me to open for him again, <laughs> and that would be the end of that. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Uh, have you has he have you had a conversation with him this week? Is he going to give any like an ear tug? Like, hey, Joe, thinking about you. Again, when somebody hosts SNL for the first time, you want to message him and be like, hey, can you put in a word for me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand Hollywood. That's not how that works. <laughs> no? Um, first time in the, he doesn't like try to bring all his friends? <laughs> generally. <laughs> hey, Joe's got some good ideas for uh, skits. Can we have him in for the week to write? I think something that... Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, I have been texting him constantly. Please, Nate, please put in a word for me. No, I think that something people don't realize about, uh, something that's obvious about celebrity is that the more, the more successful you get, the more people will reach out to you out of the blue. They're like, hey, I got this project. Hey, I got this thing. Hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Sure. And so almost the last thing you want to do with a celebrity is ask them for a favor. <laughs> I'm serious. I bet. Because everybody is asking them for favors. Like yeah. it's bananas. And I've seen it. And they, they have a f day full of requests. And it's overwhelming. Who uh, can you can you drop some more names for me? I love name dropping yes. when people name drop celebrities. You met, you met Sonny Gray. Who my else have you Sonny met Gray. on the road with Nate? Uh, we were down in Jacksonville. I hung out with my boy Trevor Lawrence, Jacksonville Jaguars. Number Did one, you golf with him as well? Number one draft pick. No, but we but we played TPC Sawgrass that day with a couple tour pros. John Augustine is one of them from Na from Tennessee. Uh, and then that night, hung out with Trevor Lawrence backstage, and uh, and Derek Trucks and Susan Tedeschi. Oh wow! So that was a very fun hang name drop yeah i uh, love this and trevor you know t-bone and i we talk <laughs> we talk golf we talk golf and i and i got a good look at his his uh i got a good look at his football arm and i was like i'm gonna gamble on him for for a super bowl championship and mvp i like the odds there we go i like the odds use these connections for a little insider information good stuff a great throwing arm great head on his shoulders great hair on that head uh, just a solid guy, big fan. I feel good about his future. I know nobody else has thought to say that. No, no, number one pick. I feel good about his future. <laughs> Everybody's waiting to see what happens. Uh, there's a name drop. And then two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we got to do Salt Lake City. It was the last time I was with Nate. He did three sold-out shows at the Utah Jazz Arena, which seats 10,000 people. So I got to stare up at 10,000 people um, and hung out with... Played golf with Tony Finau, my boy Tony Finau, who's a great PGA Tour player, yeah. top 20 in the world. Uh, How intimidating is it to be in the course with somebody who makes money golfing? Right. Do you do like, do you like, okay, look the other way when I swing? Probably intimidating for him. Because you know? <laughs> he's like, wow, you're a full-time comedian and you're hitting bombs. And you do this? <laughs> it's like, wow, this guy's incredible. I'm like, thank you, Tony, but don't be intimidated. I wish I was as good as comedy as you. Yeah, right. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yep. For sure. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, Tony, Trevor, Sonny, and uh, biggest celeb. 
I mean, I don't. I think those are those that's, are the ones that come to mind. That's a great list. Those are Trevor Lawrence, uh, but 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 Nate's kind of like a uh, an athlete celebrity whisperer. Like a lot of famous athletes come out to his shows. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. He'll but be like, I he'll be like, yeah, I was hanging out with uh, Joe Montana and <laughs> Peyton Manning the other day. Like p- athletes just are drawn to him. Wow. Yeah. And you have more shows coming up with him. Uh, we are doing Las Vegas in November, and we're doing Miami on New Year's Eve. You're bumping you two to work the sphere, I heard? Yeah, yeah, I feel bad for Bono, but uh, it's got to happen, <laughs> you know, it's got to happen. <laughs> I, wonder if I wonder if they'll do comedy in that place someday. Have you seen the videos of that thing coming out of that? Uh, I've seen some videos. I've seen the sphere from the outside in person it's crazy uh i would be shocked if they didn't yeah i would be surprised if they didn't do comedy in there at some point i think you know it's owned by madison square garden msg they do they do big comedy shows sure as we're i imagine it'll be similar acts as madison square garden acts. i can see that yeah well let's talk about so uh you mentioned it a little bit uh already cult classic it's available now new special on always, youtube i always wanted to do a one hour video special and i did it and it's on youtube and uh we're doing it you know it's on nate land correct it's on the nate land channel on youtube so it is family friendly if you have a family if you have any kids it's uh not gonna offend them i hope remind me why uh what what's what's the uh, the reason why you're do clean comedy was there a main reason Oh, I wouldn't say I'm as strict about doing clean comedy, but I would say I just happen to work with Nate and Brian quite a bit, and their their Brian st- Regan for people who their style is is family friendly. Um, I know that Nate Nate has said he does it that way because his parents were always very Christian, and he just didn't want to. Would wouldn't want to do anything dirty because of his parents and his upbringing. Yeah, Michael Palasak was here last week, and very similar there. And I know Brian says it's just his style. Like his style is to do that way. He doesn't have any beliefs about it. Um, he doesn't have any beliefs about what's good or bad. Um, you don't want to let down Nate's parents either. For me, yeah, it's it's all about Nate's dad. Stephen is a great magician, and we've hung out. And I don't want to disappoint him. <laughs> He's intimidating. Perfect. But no, I, I mean, you were at my show last night. It was not squeaky. It was it was clean-ish. Yeah. But it was not, uh, it was not um, completely, completely, completely squeaky. Clean. No, you had one of the one of the one of my favorite moments that happens in, in a comedy club is when you when the uh, entertainer will talk to someone in the audience and it might get a little like might start talking about sex or something, mm-hmm. and then as the conversation goes, I'm always trying to talk about sex. I mean, you know me. Calm down, and then and then it'll, the conversation will go a little farther, and then we find out that like, oh, this might be many family members sitting here, and you were just talking to maybe mom and dad about <laughs> their sex lives, and then son or daughter is next door, next Look, sitting sitting next to them, humiliated. It comes belief. up organically because I learned he was a Scorpio, and you know Scorpios crazy in the sack, <laughs> so I got to ask his wife if that was true, and then I realized their daughter was sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> those, those are my, some of my favorite moments being here. Is <laughs> the oh awkward. <laughs> yeah. well, they were sweethearts. They came up and said hi after the show. 
That's good. And uh, that's good. I never got any more information out of them about the Scorpio situation. But <laughs> they didn't want to come and volunteer more. No, got no. More Here's what I hear. Here's what I hear. But I can tell you right now, Justin, that guy crazy in the sack because he's a Scorpio. I already know that. Don't even need to ask. Because <laughs> horoscopes are all true. Obviously. Obviously. What's your uh, What's your horoscope, Justin? Uh, Sagittarius. Sagittarius. So you share it with. Uh, Sagittarius, I'm blanking. Uh-oh. Who's the evil Sagittarius? Should I, I, I give me another one? Give me one you remember. I'll say I'm from that month. No, I can't believe I'm blanking on Sagittarius, but um, it's coming up soon. Yeah, a couple months. November. Yeah, end it's, of November. I think it might be Vladimir Putin, but I'll have to double check. Anyway, that feels right. Sagittarius. That's <laughs> it great. feels right. Well, that, what's your uh, what's your date of birth? November twenty seventh. Okay, Thanksgiving, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minneapolis? St. Paul? Social Security? Four. Ah, you got, got me, him. son of a gun. <sighs> son of a gun. The dark web is going to be scrolling <laughs> this podcast for information. Blood type, thank you. Uh, yeah, so it's just a, you know, just a hit comedy bit. That you'll see if you come out to any of my live comedy shows this week. Last night was great. Uh, obviously, I brought my wife, who's a big Joel Zimmerman fan as obviously. well. I love the fact that you you did do a few jokes that we recognize, and even like uh, even hearing them more than once, my wife was like, <gasps> like gets so excited, oh, like nice. loves it. So I want people to know if you maybe you've heard one of the jokes before. It doesn't matter. They still hit. They're so good. Joe basically puts on Justin, such a good show. Basically, Justin saying that I have not written a single new joke. No, in no, one year. Quite the opposite. <laughs> there are there were many new jokes, but I recognized a few of the oh, uh, beautiful. a few of the home runs you left in, Thank which you, I yeah. appreciate. I appreciate. It. Yeah, I feel like I turn over a new a new hour every two years. So if if you come one year later, you're gonna see uh, half new, half half polished. Yeah, no, it was it, it, it was great. You're working with uh, Tony. I am very upset. That Justin always comes to the Wednesday show because it's the travel day. You're at your weakest and you're the most raw, the least polished. You're always seeing me at my weakest. And you're like, yeah, I'll be there Wednesday. That's right. Uh huh. <laughs> Give me that first show. Wednesday, the, the, the night of the week that people are the, less, the least party enthusiastic. <laughs> right. You're like, let's see the weakest show every time. <laughs> Consistently. I'll be here next Wednesday for Sean Patton. I was here last Wednesday as well for yeah. Michael Palasek. You only Damn get, right. You only get to see people at their worst. <laughs> <laughs> that worst is fantastic, however. Thank you. Yes, Thank it, you. it is really last good. Last night was very fun. It was. Uh, I was going to say, let's give some uh, attention to the feature act this week. Tony My Deo. Boy, Tony Deo. He's great. Now, he's here because you and you brought him along, correct? Yeah, he's very talented, very funny, and uh, he lives in New York City, and I invited him to come, and I was very happy that he made the trip because, uh, yeah, because he, he, he gets a ton of work and uh, doesn't need the money, but he came because it's a great club. Did I see him also open for Nate on the road at some point? Maybe a year I'm ago? Was he opening for Nate? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. I've seen him before. Maybe here. I don't know. I can't remember. I've definitely seen him before. Uh, he came with me about three years ago. Oh, that's it then. So you probably saw him three years ago. Okay. Yeah. And then the feature act host this week, or I mean, sorry, the host at MC is uh, Ira Ford. Ira Ford. Ira. And I just <laughs> have to point out <laughs> the... Uh, 
How do you say it? Ira comes out and has his uh, stage presence and how he dresses. Okay. Uh, yeah. He's pants. A Halloween shirt. Pants might be sagging down a little bit. Maybe you maybe you see the shorts underneath. Maybe he mentions that as in one of his jokes that his his uh, underwear is showing. It's part yeah. of a punchline. Sure. Yeah. And then your guy Tony comes out. Oh wow, that is a <laughs> that is a difference in look. And he is in a really sharp looking suit. <laughs> Ira said that, that Ira, couldn't be more opposite of Ira. That's a good point. I hadn't even thought about that. Ira said to Tony last night. Ira was like, "I dressed down a little tonight. I'm gonna dress up a little more tomorrow." And then he was like, "But I'm not gonna dress like you. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm not gonna dress like I'm auditioning to be a weatherman." He didn't say that. <laughs> and I laughed, and Tony was like, "Huh." <laughs> and I was like, Tony, that's a new opener. Tony was like, I'll think about it. Because <laughs> he's like wiping away a tear. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Tony dresses very sharp. Yes. And he's very white man. He's a very white man. Mm-hmm. Unlike me. <laughs> right. Can't tell where you're from or <laughs> where you've been. Yeah, Ira, no. Ira, at some point we realized Ira was the only non-white person in the entire building. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I've ever experienced being the only white guy in a room full of uh, black people. And he was like, you haven't. <laughs> I don't even know you. And I can tell you, you haven't. <laughs> so that was perfect. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> God, that's hilarious. All right. But we can't top that in the conversation. Let's move on to something else, because that is absolutely perfect. Now we're going to get to the. Uh, so. 2021, Joe was here on the podcast, headlining at Acme, and go back and listen, and we started talking about stocks. You were red hot. That was your thing. That was your thing at back then, 2021. You were giving out stuff. You were talking we were, stocks. We were in a pandemic. There was a mental health crisis. Still. Of course I was giving out stock tips. <laughs> I was I was hitting rock bottom, Justin. True. <laughs> you can't, you we, can't take... We all were. A person's advice in the pandemic if they're a comedian giving stock tips. True. I always give the people the benefit of the doubt. Maybe, I, uh, maybe I'll learn my lesson from this. Fine. I've learned my lesson to never give stock tips because most when people of the are stocks recording. I recommended in that phase in my life during pandemic mental health crisis, most of them didn't do great. Well, I, I will say NVIDIA and Axon have continued to do well. Okay, I don't know what that first one is you said, but I have Axon written down right here. Thank it's you. one I did not invest in. This is the update. Okay. Uh, I will say that, yes, you are correct. It, yes. it is up. Okay. It is up 51% from last year. One of my biggest investments during my mental health crisis, <laughs> Axon Body Cam. So I clearly picked the wrong one. Well, you'll see that I clearly picked the wrong one to follow uh, because I skipped that one, and it's doing well. Yeah. It is bounced back. Then we've got Planet Fitness was another one that Joe Zimmerman recommended. In, uh, let's see, in 2021, it was going for about $75 a share, mm-hmm. give or take, uh, around the time we spoke. Then in 2022, $65 a share. We're now down to 54 So it's down. It's down. I haven't followed Planet Venice, but the premise being that it's a fast-growing uh, fitness center that would bounce back hard after the pandemic, and apparently that premise didn't pan out. No. Mm. I think I maybe mentioned this last year. I remember when... Uh, Peloton was in the news during the pandemic, and they, they made that Sex in the City movie, and there was like some sort of controversy. Somebody, oh, he died on the Peloton in the movie. I did not know that. Well, for some reason, I was like, this is, it's in the news, pop culture. I'm going to invest. It's down like from like $100 to about $4. 
But I didn't recommend. Poetry. You did not. That was one on my own. So I'm giving you the flip side: is I can do terribly on my own without your help. Okay? It, it turns out a lot of us individual investors can do pretty bad, but if you pick one stock. And now we get to the grand finale. Wait, but we've only talked about Axon, Planet Fitness. You're only giving me three picks. Yes, this is. I'm just. This is your updates from last year. These are the three I talked about last year, okay. and then next year it's going to be the same ones. Okay. Because you said three years is how long we really have to wait for the uh, results, yeah, the proper but, but results. But I recommended more than three. Come on. We, those are lost in history. <laughs> he, he's he's he's. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Gaslighting you. He's uh, <laughs> cherry picking. <laughs> cherry picking. He's cherry picking. The three stocks that he wants to talk about. So, the third one, <laughs> of course, you tipped it, Oatly. Oatly. When you recommended it to me, to the world. Oatly has been a disaster. 2021. Oatly, if people don't know, they make uh, oat milk. You know, what's, in, what's not in your fridge at home right now? Known for being still the premium oat milk brand. <laughs> yeah. Starbucks got Oatly. Uh, every good coffee shop has Oatly. No one's ordering it clearly. So Oatly, 2021, when you were here, they were going. It was at about twenty dollars per share. Yeah. Then last year, when you were here in September, it was at about three dollars a share. Okay. So, and this is one I invested heavily. Yeah. Heavily. Yeah. And now today, do you know how much it's worth today, Joe Zimmerman? I haven't been checking the stocks. <laughs> But I know it's still not doing well. Well, I've lost 97.8% of the value of my purchase. Okay. Because it's down to 48 cents a share. 48 cents? What a great time to buy. <laughs> I'm going to load up. I'm going to load up on Oatly. What a great deal. It's still the premium oat brand. And it's a fast-growing industry in the white space of drinks. <laughs> I can't believe it. I, we're all going to get rich on this. <laughs> I guarantee it. Oatly, 48 cents a share. That is the stock to get, my friends. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I, it can only go up. No, it can't. It could go bankrupt. Yeah, <laughs> it certainly can. Uh, hopefully someone buys them out and it uh, goes huge. Oh, and, my uh, goodness. We'll be rich. What a time to buy. Somebody's going to buy Oatly for probably, if it's 48 cents, I bet somebody buys it for four or five bucks a share. Look out. A lot of money to be made yeah. on so Oatly. Stay tuned for Joe's 2024 so, visit to but, Acme. But I have one more year till my original picks yeah. get to be analyzed because mm -hmm. it's a three-year minimum. Correct. But uh, And then we do get to go back and see what the other stocks were that you didn't cherry pick. Fine. Yes. Fine, we'll do that. Because I think NVIDIA was in there, and NVIDIA's up like 7x. I'll go back and uh, get all the names from yes. the 2021. I, I, I will do that. I hope I, I will do that for us. I hope I put NVIDIA in there. <laughs> I will do that. All right, here's the other update we got to get to before we run out of time. I got one more tip for you. Oh, go for it. Artwork. Artwork. You want a little diversity in your portfolio? Fine art. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. There's a new thing called Masterworks where you can put your money in Picasso. I own like one one millionth of a Picasso painting. Uh, oh, I know about this. Yeah, I follow an yeah. app that does this. It's all way too expensive for me, but I look at it. You can buy in little little batches of Picasso. So you bought a tiny Picasso? I, I have a tiny Picasso. <laughs> and Picasso, interestingly, 
is the most consistent blue chip stock of the artists. Picasso's just going to go up a boring 8 to 10% a year. You want to get crazy, you go for a young up and coming artist. Okay, you, you okay? You heard it here first. We'll be we'll be tracking this one now. <laughs> Since you set it into a microphone. Thank I'm you just for that. recommending it for diversity. Fair enough. Fair enough. I bought a uh, a Thomas, you know Thomas Kincaid, that well-known artist. Oh yeah. <laughs> that they sold at malls in the 80s yes, and 90s. The dogs? Uh there there are a lot of uh nature scenes. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of nature scenes, you know, fountains and You got a forest. Thomas Kincaid? I bought one at a thrift at a Goodwill uh 6 months ago. An original? Yeah. Framed and flipped it and made like $400. I can't believe you found a Thomas Kincaid original. In a thrift store. At a Goodwill. I mean, he's just robbing charities, Justin. Uh, 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 let me tell you, I had also inv- uh, shipping of a, a piece of art that's like 30-some by 20-some inches and framed in a wood frame is very expensive and really hard to find a business that will ship that. I but can't believe little Good- side note on I that. I can't believe Goodwill didn't pick up on the fact that it was an original Thomas Kincaid. It was listed as an original Thomas Kincaid. I think it's a fake. I think it's a phony. <laughs> I got positive feedback for that sale. No return. So oh. transaction complete. So you sold it for like four fifty or something? Mm-hmm. Nice. Exactly. Nice yeah. work. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thri- are you a thrifter? Yes. Are you- oh, that's a whole nother. We could do a whole okay. podcast. So on apparently that. there is money to be made thrifting. Uh-huh. Or have you mostly lost money? Buying, <laughs> buying stuff? Uh, I, oh, I, <laughs> both. I, I can I can make a profit, but then I also have you know boxes of stuff waiting to be sold. I bet Minneapolis. If you analyze different cities, I bet Minneapolis Minneapolis would be a top city to find hidden treasures in thrift stores. Uh, do you want to know a really dumb stat I found today? Uh, when I so uh, you know what I really I, I do often when people come to town, I will search news for their hometown, and I search Morgan. Uh, Morgantown, oh, West yeah. Virginia. Mm-hmm. Business experts, I was going to skip this because it doesn't, but it ties in right now. I'll do it real quick here. Business experts have determined that the best place in America to open a secondhand clothing store is in West Virginia, specifically Morgantown. What? Yes. The best place to open a secondhand clothing store. Yes. They, they, uh, they polled people, blah, 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 and then found out that per capita, Morgantown, West Virginia is the best place, to, uh, has the most internet searches for secondhand clothes in the country. Holy cow. But they also connect it to the college that's there. They're yeah. thinking that college kids, you know, okay. buy, trying to get affordable clothes. Well, that makes sense. This, the, the population of Morgantown is 30,000, and when the students are in, the population is 55,000. So half of the population is students. And then... It's probably just the type of population that is interested in buying for value or or style. They have a com- there's a combination of style and value. Oh, sure. In Morgantown. Oh, sure. oh, oh, okay. Yeah. A little Morgantown style. Oh, are we seeing it right now? Am I seeing it right now in front of me? I don't have Morgantown <laughs> style, but I but I think Morgantown, as a town, is kind of a granola town. Sure. And you might see like cool old vintage clothes they know how to wear it well yeah. wear the old clothes well they might want to wear vintage clothes sure yeah sure sure i get that i get that so there's your little fun uh, fact for the today but that you, makes no i don't know who's doing that research <laughs> i i don't know how they could possibly know that they asked seven people no it was several thousand i saw it i think Asheville, north carolina uh madison wisconsin could also give them a run for their money 
I'm sure. I'm sure. All right, we're up against the clock here, Joe. You need to be somewhere, but I cannot skip this, okay? Okay. Are you ready? I'm willing to push. You know, I'm willing to push. Okay. All right, so here we go. Uh, you, one of my, fa- I have many favorite Joe Zimmerman jokes, of bits, etc. Don't we all? I mean, we should. If, if, if everyone doesn't, they should. One of my favorites is about a uh, sea lion. Kelpie the sea lion. Kelpie the sea lion. Yeah. I, a few years back, you were in town, and I left Acme with a Save Kelpie t-shirt mm-hmm. that I purchased from Joe Zimmerman. Beautiful. I still have it. Very soft cotton. Very soft. Holds up well. Uh, did you know there's an update on Kelpie? And before we even get to that, do you mind? I'm not asking you to do the joke, but we kind of just give you the... Uh, Give people like exactly what, who is Kelpie exactly? It was you saw Kelpie at the Edmonton Mall at some point? Yeah, North America's second largest mall next to Minnesota's mall, and they're owned by the same company. Yeah, so it's a giant mall in Edmonton, and I did a gig there for a week straight. And somebody told me to go see the Sea Lion show, and so I'm just a man sitting alone at noon, surrounded by children, watching a sea lion juggle a ball on its nose. And uh, I just had a moment uh, like of just feeling like the shady guy with a hood over his head in the back of a room full of children. And like, who's this guy watching a sea lion show at noon in a mall? And I had a weird feeling of like, wow, I better pretend like I love sea lions because otherwise I might seem creepy. And so I do. A whole Is he bit. here for the sea lions or the children? So yes. I do a bit about I have a bit about Kelpie, but. At the end of the bit, uh, which is true, I texted my friend a photo of Kelpie, letting her know that I had went to see Kelpie. And she said, you didn't pay, did you? I was like, y- you told me to go see the sea lions. And she was like, no, I meant go see them in their sad little area and feel sad for them because they're trapped inside a mall. Don't pay the mall. Don't support animal abuse i was like well you didn't you weren't specific i just paid 15 bucks to look like a weirdo and 15 bucks was the same exact price that people paid to go to my comedy show that night and i had to do an hour kelpie only did 20 minutes freeloader so it was a bizarre edmonton alberta experience and i did a whole bit about it sold a whole t-shirt for a while and i don't know the kelpie update but i'm I'm guessing either she's been freed or passed. I'm afraid to know what the update is. Uh, A 28-year-old California sea lion at the West Edmonton Mall has finally been freed. Freed? Passed away. No. No, how could you do that to me? Why? Why would you set it up like that? Uh, this is from uh, February, if I remember correctly, of 2023. Uh, yes, passed away Wednesday, the mall said. Uh, Kelpie had far outlived her natural expectancy. Oh, so she, they're saying she had a healthy life. Yeah, the mall says uh, the average life for uh, sea lions is 15 to 20 years. That's uh, because killer whales eat them. That's correct. It has nothing to do with the mall. Mall life. <laughs> not they love the mall. <laughs> At 28, she was considered very geriatric. Well, we don't have to be mean about it. Yeah. Uh, Kelpie was a favorite. Uh, and this was written in a, a Canadian wrote this because it's favorite with O-U. Favorite. Ooh. Kelpie was our favorite <laughs> <laughs> among staff and visitors alike, known for her eager 
eager personality, love of attention, and high energy. As opposed to all those boring, mean sea lions that everybody hates. (laughs) The extremely hard decision to humanely euthanize Kelpie was made by our veterinary team through a... After a thorough examination with her best interests in mind. Yeah, did they ask Kelpie if she was down for that? I, You know what? I, d- I doubt it. Hmm. She will be fondly remembered as our most strong-willed and brave sea lion. Kelpie loved using her unique voice to bark and was always ready to interact with her favorite toys. I remember that about her. <laughs> That's her lasting memory is how much she liked her favorite toys. The mall said in its marine li- said its marine life facility had been the sea lion's home since 2004 when she arrived from the Edinburgh Zoo in Scotland where she was born in 1994. So oh. she was Scottish. Oh, she was like... I'm trying to think if I can do a Scottish accent. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Just, just try. Oh, the g- <laughs> what's groundskeeper Willie's sound like? Oh, if it's not Scottish, it's crap. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> she was a Scottish lass. Yeah, there you go. Throw me the ball. <laughs> Pass the ball, lad. <laughs> I'm a sea lion. <laughs> We're gonna be wait, no, that's I can't do it either. <laughs> We're gonna miss you, Kelpie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> rest in peace, Kelpie. <laughs> uh, well, at least she was born in captivity and didn't wasn't born in the wild sea and then got to captivity. So she only knew zoos and children's. <laughs> <laughs> so she never truly had a one <laughs> great life. So rest in peace, Kelpie. They claim that they fed her organic food as good as the food that we would eat. So I'll trust them on that. But uh, dark history at the Edmonton <laughs> Mall. Ask, don't ask about the dolphins that were there in the 70s. Okay? Dark history. <laughs> I am so glad you uh, were not aware of that. So. Yeah, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> Oatly has lost 99% value and Kelpie is dead. <laughs> All that's good in the world has gone bad. <laughs> the good news is there's still uh, one, two, three, four, five chances to see Zoe Zo Zimmerman, Zo Zimmerman or Joe Zimmerman at Acme this week. Jay-Z Money, your boy. I'll Come be on. right here. Uh, good show, hot show, mm-hmm. great staff, killer seats, intimate setting. And there's a new t-shirt for sale now as well. That's a whole different joke. Hot new soft t-shirt. Hot new soft. New t-shirt, different kind of animal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a crowd favorite from when you do that joke, they all react very well. Thanks. And then I saw it last time, you bust out that shirt and people are... They love it. I don't know how many you sold, but they, they love they love the idea of it at least. I, mean, I, <laughs> I haven't had a shirt sell that well since Kelpie. <laughs> See? <laughs> since the last one. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, you gotta get out of here. I gotta cut you loose. Uh thank, thank you, you so much for doing this. On um, the no Lap Track podcast. This for sure is the podcast I've done more than any other podcast. Right here. Thank you. Eight or nine times. It's beat my other podcast record by at least six. <laughs> well, Mark Maron's got to get his shit together and get exactly, you on more. Yeah. <laughs> and Joe Rogan, and who else is only here yet? Just any big podcast, I guess. Perfect. 
Perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. People got to come see you this weekend. Yeah, I would love that. Please do. Please, Please do. Come out. Thanks, Joe.